guys. Welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. For this week's episode, we are going to have a discussion about how to best invest in yourself for a better life and a better future and just kind of run through your guide to living your best life. Yeah, a little self-help episode. So um, Sierra and I, again, kind of like last week, we both planned this stuff separately, so I'm sure we'll have some overlap and just kind of jump in when things make the most sense to jump in. Um, But before we do that, we're going to talk about our weekly spotlights. Did you have one that you already thought about? I mean, no, not off the top of my head. I guess, no, not beforehand, but off of the top of my head. Um, I think yesterday was a really good day. I got to go and get some new books, which that's always a highlight when I can go to Barnes & Noble. And I ended up getting Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover, which I'm almost halfway through at this point. But Colleen Hoover is always like a pretty fast read. Like if you get into it, you get into it and you're off. And then I also got The Vanishing Stair, which is the second book in the Truly Devious series. So I don't think I'm going to read that one next. I think I'm going to read The Mother-in-Law next. I've already come up with like my next six book TBR list. What is it? I think actually I can just look at my phone because I have it written down. Um, so I'm reading Reminders of Him and then I'm going to read Mother-in-Law or The Mother-in-Law. And then 99% Mine, and then The Vanishing Stare, and then I'm going to read Heartbones on my Kindle, and then As Good As Dead. That's my plan. It's a lot of books. Yeah, but I honestly, like, I mean, the only one of yours that I don't really want to read is 99% Mine, but I also, like, just, like, set myself up with this expectation that I, like, read all of the books that we have, except for the one book that you have that you haven't even read, because I don't really want to read that one. But I don't want to, like, go out and buy a ton of books if I have a ton that I have like haven't read sitting in our apartment and so and you said it was like a decent book I just yeah don't expect it to be my favorite um my weekly spotlight is that I made a to-do list yesterday and I'm always like a to-do list kind of person but yesterday I like kind of had a good number of things on my list that I didn't necessarily want to do mostly I didn't want to like do studying actually maybe this was I'm thinking of Friday um because I had, like, stuff on my to-do list then, but, like, I had made it through the weekend. It was Friday, so, like, motivation to finish my list was low. But I did finish everything, and I felt very accomplished when I did that. Um, and I also have, like, a to-do list that I made today because I just have a certain amount of things I'm trying to do. Um, and so I'm just trying to, like, keep myself on track and not get into, like, vacation mode too early because, like, we're going to San Antonio on Wednesday, and I'm just like, oh, like, it doesn't matter. Like, I can just chill and not doing it's fine it. and like we honestly don't even have that much to do like exactly so especially. that's why i'm trying to stay like you don't have that much to do do a little yeah and exactly it's helping a little bit i'm not making myself do a lot but i'm also not trying to let me let myself get behind not doing things. so um, we also be ahead uh planned our spring break trip kind yeah. of so we're going to like tampa clearwater florida for spring break and we're going with a friend of ours and it'll be fun we just got that figured out booked last night so very exciting and then also I wanted to update you guys since either last week or the week before we hinted at like go follow our social media because we're going to like work on it and I want you to know that like it's actively in the works we actually just got like a photo shoot set up for like rebranding and stuff we're very excited about it so that's going to be happening at the end of February and we've been prepping and planning for how we want that to go And I'm excited about it. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be very fun and much needed because we didn't really, when we made this podcast, we just used what we already had. Like we used a picture that we had, we made it work, but I'm really excited that now that we have this podcast, we've had it for three years now, like we can actually purposefully make it what we want and take it a little more serious in it a little bit more. And on my to-do list today, I also have, because what we found is a photographer, but we still need to figure out a graphic designer. I found someone that I'm going to reach out to today. Um, just to see if we can get that figured out. And then hopefully, you know, in a month or a month and a half or whatever, you'll start to see all that come to light. So I want you to know it is happening. We just we're excited about it. And we're very excited about it. We've got some visions and stuff. And I'm like, I think this is actually really cute. So hopefully it all comes together because Maggie and I were just like kind of mood boarding stuff. And like the the photographer that we found, like she does great work. Really happy. Honestly, we were, it was hard to find a photographer um, because like what we needed is like not very popular in the Midwest, like, but we found a good photographer, um, and we're excited about it. So, cause mm-hmm. usually photographers are like family photo, senior photo, that kind of thing. And we needed someone who was more like personal branding or branding. And we found someone who really 
like their work. So, very this year, she's the one that found her. Yeah. So, very excited about that one. It's funny because I didn't even stumble upon her purposely. I like was on my explore page and I saw someone that like I don't know them personally, but like I know of them. And I was like, oh, it looks like they did like a funky little photo shoot. And then I went to like that photographer, and then I found the photographer that we actually like end up setting up things with. Does that make sense? What I just said ended up setting things up with uh, through like that photographer because I think they know each other, but. I was like, oh, this is a happy little accident. But, yeah. So that's in the works. We're excited. Um, But with that being said, I think that we will jump into how to invest in yourself Mm -hmm. and what that means. So I kind of thought about, like, investing in yourself. There's obviously a lot of different facets. So I kind of broke stuff down into, like, different areas of, like, how to invest in yourself. Me too. That's what you did. So maybe we can see if we have similar areas and then kind of go from there. So I have physically, academically, I lumped emotionally, mentally, and socially kind of like in one category because I feel like they're kind of related. And then I have financially. I think that I have a lot of the same things. I just worded them kind of in different categories. Um, I had taking care of yourself, which included kind of like physically and mentally mostly. And then I had strengthen your current skills, set goals, which kind of includes like financial stuff, get organized and declutter, read ahead as a separate thing, um, travel, uh, find a creative outlet, advancing your knowledge and building relationships. I kind of like how you have them organized. Okay. So I think that we can go based off of yours. And, and when I have that jump stuff in. that fits in, okay, then I'll jump in. Um, also I do want to just like give, not that like we need to give a disclaimer cause like you guys are all smart. You know that like, I'm not, we're not claiming to be like all knowing we're only 22 and some years of the old advice <laughs> and tips I have, like I don't even fully take. So, yeah. so this is, I mean, I won't say like do as I say, not as I do. Cause I do think I do like a lot of the stuff that I'm going to be telling you guys and kind of giving you advice on. But I also want to make this like a candid conversation cause I know Megan and I probably both like looked things up to kind of prepare for this podcast as well as take, like took in our own personal experience and so I've, like, written things down that I know, like, I don't necessarily always follow. Mm-hmm. But we can kind of talk about, like, you know, how these, like, can most ideally be implemented. And if and we also, know they're good things, like, why don't we do them? Yeah. And if it is, like, hard, we can talk about, like, what makes, like, what are those barriers that are in the way of, like, actually pursuing something that would be, like, good for you overall. So. All right. We'll start with the order that I have, that I have things in. Um, so I have physically taking care of yourself first. And, I mean, to me, the most important thing you can do is just implement some sort of regular exercise into your life in any way, shape, or form. Because I remember, I think I've told this, like, story on the podcast before, but I do remember um, one time our freshman year, Megan and I were, like, in the elevator coming up to our dorm, or we were leaving, I don't really remember. But someone who, like, our suite mate or someone was in the elevator, too. We didn't really talk to her that much, but, like, we knew of each other. And I think she, like, asked something, like, she's like, oh, do you guys, like, work out? Because we were dressed, like, in, like, We had just came clothes. from the wreck, I think. And I was like... Yeah, and it just kind of struck me as interesting that, like, people classified themselves or other people as, like, oh, you do or you don't work out. And I don't like that, like, way of thinking because I think it makes it harder for people who, like, classify themselves as, like, oh, I don't work out. It makes it harder for them to, like, see themselves, A, as, like, someone who does work out or, like, get into the mindset of, like, oh, like, I, I'm not someone who works out. Like, I don't work out. So, like, that's not what I do. And so I think... Like, trying to avoid that mindset of, like, if you haven't worked out in years, and you're like, I, so I don't work out. Like, that's not what I do. Like, I don't see how I can start doing that. Get away from that mindset. Because exercise is just movement, and everyone knows how to move unless you're physically incapable of doing so. And so, yes, you can work out, and you can exercise. And it doesn't even have to be anything formal. It can be whatever you want it to be. Yeah, I think that if you're someone who you don't, feel like you have time to go to the gym or you just like don't feel comfortable in a gym I feel like that's a good time to start with things that fit in your daily schedule so maybe that's going on walks maybe it means that you always take the elevator or the escalator instead you take the stairs like little things you can implement that's like you're not going out of your way to do these things you're just trying to do more in the same situation that you're in and then from there you can branch out so I wrote down like just you need to find something that is not like going to be torturing yourself every single time you're setting out to do Mm -hmm. it because the best thing, and everyone says this, but like the best thing you can do to work out is the thing you're going to do consistently. 
And so, and also like everyone gets in ruts too. So if you find something and you're sticking with it, you're always on top of it. And then eventually you're like falling off. You can't get yourself motivated. Like that's okay. Find something else to Mm -hmm. fill the time. I've gone in ruts. Everyone does. So you could do walking, hot girl walks. Um, You could do hot boy walks. There's any male listeners. Yep yoga and it could not you could, you could do power yoga it could be just like kind of relaxation yeah there's a lot of different yoga, yoga intensities um it could be weightlifting it could be crossfit it could be bike biking cycling uh it could be running that's so not me but if that is you then congratulations it could be dance like dance videos on youtube it could be zumba class it could be hiking if you're more of like i want to go out in nature and like do something i would love mm-hmm. to be more of a hiker but like i was not very pretty it's not really conducive to that um you could be swimming either in the ocean if you're by the ocean it could be surfing that could be fun stuff it could be going to a lap pool you know whatever mm-hmm. it may be i saw on tiktok there was two girls and oh i know you're talking like, about jog in the water yeah it was like in texas at like some very specific like outdoor pool but it was like not a pool i think it was like some yeah. sort of man-made like river kind of pool almost i don't know it was very long yeah it was interesting, but mm-hmm. something unique, and they did it. So, yeah, I have. I liked going off of what you said, talking about how um, people get in ruts, and they're like, "Well, I failed again. Like, I'm just not going to worry about it." You have your whole life to fail and keep failing and getting back up again and just starting. Because, I mean, it doesn't want. It doesn't make sense to just like stop working out because you like failed one time. Because then you're like, what? Not going to work out for the rest of your life? That's not a good decision either. So if you fail, that's fine. Maybe you're like, I haven't worked out for the past two months. Or maybe you're like, I haven't worked out for the past year. That's fine. Because all you have left in front of you is the future. And you can move forward by just saying, you know what? I'll just work out tomorrow. You don't have to say, I'm going to become like this huge like workout buff. I'm going to work out all the time. You just have to like make a small plan to say, okay, I know I haven't been in it for like the last year. I'm really disappointed in myself for that. Or maybe you're not. Maybe you're like, I just really don't want to work out. But set yourself a goal and say, you know what? tomorrow or maybe this weekend or whatever don't set it too far in the future because you gotta hold yourself a little bit accountable but just say i'll work out tomorrow and a buddy is always and good you don't even set too. expectations for the workout exactly sometimes i go to the gym and maybe i'm like okay i want to make it a good workout but i get there and it's full and it's busy and i'm trying my best to like figure out plan b plan c for what i want to do and then i end up leaving and i'm like that wasn't my best workout ever like i came i showed up i did some things and that happens like plenty. So don't feel like you need to go have the workout of a lifetime to make it worth it because going and doing anything is better than nothing. Or I cannot tell you how much of a good mental shift that happened when I think freshman year when I was like really getting into like actually going to the gym and working out because in high school, yeah, Megan and I had a gym membership, but like it was just kind of like us dipping our toes in and like getting our feet wet because we'd done sports our whole life and we hadn't had to worry about actually working out so I feel like when I got to college and like that was a lot my, of those were more like Pinterest spy inspired yeah. workouts but when I got to college I was fine. like okay I'm gonna actually like work out take it seriously and I set these like goals of like okay here's my workout tomorrow like I would write it down in my notes app and say like I'd write out my whole workout and I'd have it be like about an hour long and then I would get to the rec or wherever I was working out at and like oh this like machine is being used or like oh they don't have the dumbbells I need or like oh I'm actually just like dying right now and I can't like finish the workout because I feel like I'm gonna throw up and then I would, like, leave, and I'd be, like, oh, I didn't, like, do the workout that I set out to do. And I'd be disappointed in myself. And so eventually I was, like, you know what? I'm not going to – I haven't written out a planned workout in years. And except the more for, like, comfortable the you are in the gym, my... like, and you have things to, like, pull from your brain to say, like, oh, here's options I have, like, the easier it is to do that. If you're new to the gym, you probably need to, like, spend some time getting acquainted with different equipment or options or things that you like or don't like. So it takes time. And so maybe, you know, like using an app or something else that's more structured is good for you in that sense. But you can also wean yourself off of that, too, if you don't Mm -hmm. find yourself enjoying that as much. And I'm also like I'm definitely not trying to demonize people who like have like this set, like structured workout plan because I get it. Like, especially if you're wanting to see progress, then you have to like kind of organize things and like set goals for yourself. And you have to have that laid out in order to do that. But I don't have, like, these huge goals that I have set out. I'm just trying to, like, work out and stay healthy. And so I'm like, whatever I do is probably going to be fine. And so I just stopped. One, I shortened how much time I expect myself to work out. I'm like, mm, 45 minutes and you're good. Sometimes even less than that because I'm just like, I don't really want to be here anymore. But the important thing is that I do go work out and I 
do that very frequently. And yeah, sometimes like when I'm like home for breaks and stuff, like I don't really work out that much, but that's like, I can say that like the more I've just like, or I guess the less I've set expectations upon myself, the easier it is to go and work out. And then like the less I've had, like, oh, like I'm falling off or whatever. Like sometimes it's hard to like feel like you're making progress or like you just like, I just have been in a rut like the past few months or something like, but that's normal and it comes and goes. So that's just something you have to kind of roll with, I guess, when it comes to working out. Something else I had for physical health was um, making sure you schedule like your yearly checkups and all of those things because I think when you're younger um, and also like insurance plays a role in this too and like if you have insurance or not, but like going and doing your yearly physical with your primary care provider, going to your dentist appointments yearly or like every six months to, to do your cleaning, like just knowing that like preventative care is still better than like waiting until you actually have a problem and dealing with that down the line. And so I think that creating those habits when you're younger, since I know most of our audience is younger, is going to help you continue that habit as you continue growing older and then those preventative appointments become more and more important. So I think just like taking control of your health at any age is and younger, I think is just going to help you continue with that as you get older. But mm-hmm. schedule, schedule your yearly checkups. Yeah. I think it's also just important to remind ourselves that if you want to, like, have this nice prolonged life and be able to, like, stay as independent as long as you can, then starting young. We're getting a check our physical therapist. I know I am, but, uh, hey, physical movement is medicine, as we say. But I remember, like... We've seen a lot. We've seen a lot of class, people who can... We've seen older people who can do a lot, and we've seen middle-aged to not that old who can't do a lot. We talk about this in class and stuff, but, like... Your chronological age, which is just, like, the age that you, like, are, is not indicative of, like, your abilities at all. You go and see people in the clinic who are in their 50s and you're, like, they're not doing well. Then you see people in, like, their 80s and they're, like, superhuman. Like, it is not the end-all be-all when it comes to, um, like, how you're functioning. And part of that is how you take care of yourself in your life leading up to older age. And obviously, like, in some cases, you know, there's only so much you can do. Like, I'm not going to, like, demonize people for, like, their personal like health conditions and circumstances that would like lead them to having poorer health, but control what you can control. As like a clinician, you kind of just like start being reflective of like, you just carry it with you, I think. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it becomes that much more important in your brain to kind of say like what, like moving is important. Maintaining function is important. Mm -hmm. I also want to share, I don't know like what some like exact quote is, but like we talk about this in school where I don't know if there's like some doctor who said this, but like, It's also just, like, a generic thought that just makes sense. But, like, it's either a doctor that says or just, like, someone's, like, oh, doctors say. So I don't know what this is. But, like, um, if a doctor could prescribe, like, a pill that has as many benefits as exercise has and as few side effects, like, few negative side effects that exercise has, they'd be giving it to all their patients all the time for any condition because that's how good exercise is for you and does very few harmful things. So, Yeah. Um, I also wanted to give a couple tips for people who maybe want to exercise, but they're like, I just like, you know, I cannot, like I struggle to get myself to actually do it. And so I think obviously we talked about doing something that you actually enjoy. So finding that, I think something that can help you focus on how you want to find that thing is determining what you want to get out of exercise. Obviously, if it's just like you want to become healthier, maybe like going to a gym is fine, but maybe you want to have some sort of community to to either help like motivate you or just to like have like find friends and stuff so maybe you like want to join like a crossfit gym i know like they're really community oriented maybe you want to like join a studio or like you know like spin studios i feel like you like get more of a community built up in that way so that's something you're looking for that can help determine what kind of exercise you're going to look for if you just want to like find some time to like spend with yourself chill out calm down maybe yoga is for you maybe going on walks is for you Um, so like keeping in mind, what else do you want to get from your exercise besides just the physical aspect? If it is like for me, when I'm exercising, I'm kind of like, I'm just doing it to like be healthy. So I don't really like seek out the like community side of things. I'm like, I'm just going to go to the gym. I want to feel strong. So like weightlifting makes sense for that. Yeah. So I'm trying to get better at overloading. Yesterday when I went to the gym, I was doing split squats, which I don't do that often, but the racks are full. And usually when I do, um, split squats on the Smith machine I do like 15 pounds each side so after my first set 
I bumped it up to 20. Look at you. And then I was like, let's, I need to get better at overloading. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like, as it makes sense, but at least trying a, more weight is something I'm trying to get better at, so. Yeah. I see myself needing to kind of work on that, too. I don't think I've been trying, but it's just, it's hard because sometimes I'm, like, it's hard to, like, this is, like, going on a tangent, but, like, you see people on Instagram and you, like, compare yourself or, like, TikTok. There's, like, weightlifting people and you're, like, I cannot lift that much. And then you're, like, am I not, like, pushing myself hard enough? But then I'm, like, I'd be in the gym and it's pretty hard. So <laughs> it's, you like, you have to compare yourself to yourself. work through that and not compare yourself to others and just say, you know what? If it's hard for you, it's hard enough. Um, and then also if you, uh, like, set yourself goals of, like, oh, I'm only going to, like, listen to this podcast or watch this show when I'm working out or, like, going on a walk. I feel like that's a way that some people have done it. Also, it obviously depends on, like, the type of workout you're doing. You can't, like, do, like, resistance training and have your, like, Netflix show playing. I suppose you could, but, like, it'd be kind of interesting. But, yeah. Um, next one I had, like, still in this category of, like, physical health kind of. Um, drinking more water, I think, is always a good Ooh, tip. Everyone says I it. I need to do this. People, you're either a water drinker or you're not. And I wish so badly I was just a water drinker. I craved water. All I wanted to drink was water because then, you know, I think my my skin does pretty well. But, like, if I I'm, really it sounds don't dumb. have much to complain about with my skin. It sounds dumb. Like, my skin is pretty good most of the time. But when I do have issues, I always kind of notice it's when I'm being worse about drinking less water and I'm drinking more pop. And maybe my diet also isn't, like, as, like, I don't have, like, a healthy, amazing diet. But sometimes if I'm eating worse, like, I notice I'll get, like, that's when I get the pimples popping up. And then when I make it a point to say, okay, I need to drink more water than I am and stick to my one Coke a day or less, which I know is, like, my you doctor know, it's said my own it <laughs> But then it starts to get better. And so I've noticed that pattern in my own skin. And water's just, like, good for you. And I have, like, low blood pressure, so I know drinking water is also, like, gonna help me like not get orthostatic hypotension every time I stand up but that still is what it is um so my tips are you could drink flavored water that's something that has that helped helps me in Sierra um so we just get like a cherry water flavor thing and it makes it actually like, taste good because sometimes I don't want to drink water because it does not taste good so that helps and then sometimes knowing that you know Sierra and I are coke drinkers and it's kind of our thing um, sometimes I'll try to make it so like, okay, I have to drink X amount of water before I can have my Coke, especially if I've been like particularly bad about getting my water intake in. And I don't have like a set, like I need to drink this much amount of water, but I just Definitely try to don't be drink mindful enough, of like, I do try to just be like, how I drink any water today? <laughs> and if the answer is no, then I should probably, um, drink some, yeah. but it's definitely like a task I have to get myself to do, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, some people, like, have, like, emotional support water bottles. Have you seen those, like, on TikTok? I don't. I think that part of it is because I don't, like, have a... I have a lot of water bottles, but, like... I don't like None that are convenient enough to, like... Maybe I need to get a hydro flask and, like, see what all the hype is about. That's expensive, though, for a habit that I simply don't have. Um, but I think, like, that would be helpful to have, like, a good sturdy water bottle that, like, doesn't leak and doesn't spill, um, and just take it with you. Like, when you go to class and stuff, our, like, entire class... They all, I swear if you, like, were good percentage of, like, who has, like, a water bottle, it's probably, like, 80% or more. I'm not one of them. And I should be. Something to work on, but a tip nonetheless. Okay. It's hard. Water just doesn't taste that good. Um, Or some people say, like, what they do is, like, they wake up in the morning and they, like, make themselves, like, down a glass of water. That was disgusting when we had to do it for the one video. Water, it sounds the worst in the morning and it tastes the worst in the morning. So there are like rare times where I wake up and I'm like parched and I like need water, but like that's not very often. Um, So most of the time the thought of like just drinking a glass of water in the morning is disgusting to me. Yeah. I don't think I'd be able to do that. Like even if I had it like with like my breakfast, like if my breakfast was like eggs and bacon and stuff and like fruit, I'd be like, water. no, even like milk wouldn't be good with that. But yeah, I don't know. And then I also have try to get close to eight hours of sleep every night. I think I've that been sleep getting better is, at this. I've been getting better at this too. I think sleep is very much taken for granted. And I know that I take sleep for granted too. And I know I should get more sleep than I do. And then I end up, you know, procrastinating and staying up later. But I think we're finding out more and more about just like how important sleep is to brain health and just like being able to function during the day. And so... We've been getting better about this since, like, the start of this year, um, specifically with clinicals at the beginning of January. Sierra and I just made it a point to really try and 
go to bed at a good time, which to me meant trying to like start getting ready for bed at nine and being in bed by nine so I could try and That's be asleep what I at think 10. has helped. Like determining yeah, like what going bedtime, to bed earlier. Yeah. Like determining what you want your bedtime to be. So for us, it was 10 o'clock. So we can get up around six and get like roughly eight hours. So I was like, I need like that hour of like chilling and like yeah. calming down. Cause otherwise I'm like, I'm like, I'm watching TV, I'm eating, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's 10 o'clock, I gotta go to bed. That doesn't happen. It doesn't work. So you have to have that time to like actually let yourself wind down. And if I was really good about it, I would like set my phone aside. I know, and, like, I no, start no electronics. Um, I haven't quite reached that yet, but reading has significantly helped with like being able to be like, oh, like, you want to entertain yourself, but you know, going on your phone right before bed's not the best. So yeah, I was just gonna say that I know the ideal situation um, is you know leave your phone in the other room, have an alarm clock that's not your phone. And then, like, winding down without it. But I'm being realistic with you guys. That's not what I do. My alarm clock is my phone. And I'm going to be honest, I kind of like to go on my phone as I'm winding down for the night. So I at least try to account for that in my schedule by, like, getting into bed earlier before I need to actually fall asleep. And then allowing myself a little bit of that time so then I can, like, get off my phone. You know what I do? And you can let me know if you do anything like this. But, like, what I do when I'm on my phone and I'm like, okay, I need to go to bed. I'm like, you can do one last check through of, like, your apps, not minus TikTok. TikTok does not count during that time because you can go for TikTok, go on TikTok forever. Or if I like really want to go on TikTok, I'm like, you can look at five TikToks. <laughs> and I set myself a limit. But otherwise it's like, okay, if TikTok is included, I have to have like a rule where it's like, you can only watch so many TikToks. If TikTok's not included, I'm like, you can check your Instagram, your Facebook, your Twitter, whatever. One last time, see what's new. And then you go to bed. I kind of do that too. TikTok is dangerous yeah you can't especially weekend TikTok mornings like i'm noticing like because i don't really have morning, a reason actually. i don't have like a reason to like get up so then i'm just like on my phone mm-hmm. and then i get on tiktok and then i'm like you'd be on there forever i'm not really like i wasn't planning on doing anything necessary so it's like should i really That's get down issue. myself like i'm not i don't know like, you didn't i could have, be like, doing other stuff but i'm also like i don't have other stuff i was needing to do yeah. so that's why it's kind of nice okay. when you have like something you have to do like right away in the morning where it's like you have to get out of bed for something yeah. and then it's not like you're gonna like finish that thing and like go back to bed and get on tiktok necessarily but when you like get up and you're like i mean i set an alarm and i'm up but like i don't have anything to do you're like let me go on tiktok and then you're just in bed for two hours and you're like um i should do something all right i don't have anything else for the physical side so if you do let me know i don't okay next section that I have is like academics and stuff so this is going to kind of depend on what level you either are or are planning to achieve in your academic career but I tried to make this applicable to anyone so I thought first it would be like important for obviously like you know this whole episode is about investing yourself academics is a good way to invest in yourself and invest for your future and so I think something to keep you motivated if it's more for like for high school because if you're in college or grad school or even some sort of trade school, that costs money. And so you can be financially motivated to work hard because you're like, I'm paying for this or someone is paying for this. And I don't want to like disappoint them by not putting in my best effort. But like even in high school, you have other people who are investing in you. You have teachers who are like putting in the time and effort to try and teach you something. Maybe you have a tutor who's helping you trying to learn something. So I think just recognizing that other people are investing in you for your future can be a humbling realization to say, oh, like these other people believe in me and are investing their time and energy and potentially money into my academic success. It's probably something that I should also focus on. So um, that was my initial thought. But then actually like going into what actions can you take when it comes to like, okay, you know, education is important. How do you actually capitalize on doing your best I think for my undergrad college students especially listen up the easiest and most simple thing you can do to like just carry out like what you need to do for your academics is going to class like I cannot express how much time you're going to save one if you're paying for it or if your like parents are paying for it or someone's paying for it they're paying for you to be in those classes and so you either go or you don't go and you're wasting money and honestly, like, to say I never skip, skip class would be false because I did. But, like, it was never – I can't think of a time when I ever did it for, like, no reason. Like, I wouldn't say it was always an important reason either. But, like, um, 
like, I would say I probably count, like, on both hands. Like, I think I probably skipped less than 10 classes in all of undergrad. And I know a lot of people are like, I'd be skipping them every week. And so, again, to each their own, if you're like, I skip class every week and I do just fine, you know, that's your own prerogative. That means you're probably doing fine academically. But I'm trying to give tips to the people who, like, maybe aren't doing well academically. And, like, if this is something that, like, oh, I don't go to class. And, like, maybe that's something they could look into as, like, well, maybe if you don't go to class, you're having trouble understanding the material when you're trying to look at things outside of class because you don't have the context of what's going on in the classroom. Any thoughts on that? I like the tips. I don't really have um, academic-specific stuff. So, What can you think of, like, off the top of your head, though, that, like, what did you do? And can we talk about academic success, success in undergrad? Or, like, obviously we had to do work to get into grad school, and so you had to do stuff to prep for, like, that to be successful. You're asking me such a loaded question. <laughs> um, I think for academic success, you need to find like your why because if you're not motivated you're not going to care and I, I think that applies to undergrad I think it applies to grad school and I think that you need to keep that at the forefront of your mind to know like what you're doing all the hard work for otherwise it's not going to be there and then you're going to be okay with like skating through your classes just passing to pass and for some people like that works but I also feel like if that's your mindset then like how much you're going to care like when you get out of school with what you're doing and then I don't know I start going through like that how much do you Mm -hmm. care and some people too like um an interesting thing is like you don't necessarily have to care about like what you do or what your job is like if it's a stable job and you can manage it and you're good at it and that satisfies you then like you can live your life outside of work because that's like a whole argument or discussion too of like should you enjoy your job or should you just find a job that's stable and worry about I don't think the argument is necessarily should you enjoy your job but like do you have to you know like a lot of people are like oh like you shouldn't work a job that you hate but people are like it pays the bills and then some people like if you're like the entrepreneur type and you have like this dream of working for yourself like you're probably spending so much more time working because you've got a lot of work to do and then some people who work a nine to five that kind of don't care that much they're like look who's working more it's not me Mm -hmm. and then I don't know just things to think about something to think about (laughs) um I was that references to Mike's Mike on YouTube which Megan who Megan doesn't watch but I tell her about him and he says that a lot um something else that you can do I think is seeking opportunities to like if you feel like you're just not doing well in certain classes finding tutors finding like other opportunities I know our school offered supplemental instruction Maggie and I preached about it and I will continue to preach about it because it was free quote-unquote provided by the school but like your tuition money pays for it um and like you just got to go learn from another student and I think learning from a student who did well in the class besides just like learning from the professor or other TAs is very helpful because like they're blunt with you and like tell you what you need to know tell you like the practical tips and tricks for how they learn something or maybe like memorize something just like all that kind of stuff and it's also just like a more fun environment because it's like chill and relaxed and it's just other students like learning instead of you being like with your professor in their office or something um and then as far as like preparing for success if you're wanting to apply to grad school or something obviously doing well in undergrad is going to be beneficial to like you know, getting into a good grad school, but also just, like, making good relationships with different professors. That's definitely something that I did not, like, prioritize. I think I kind of relied too much on me, like, oh, I have good grades, like, you know, that all the other stuff is secondary, and I, I knew that I would do that, and so I tried to be, like, mindful of, like, Sierra, you can't just rely on your grades, and I, like, you know, even though I was mindful of that, like, I still wasn't really good at carrying out on, like, oh, like, you have to build relationships with your professors so you can get good letters of recommendation and yeah I got letters of recommendation but like it was anything like personal you know because they're just like oh like yeah I can write a letter of recommendation because I had you in class but it's not like I had like a really good relationship with the professor that like really oversold me to the schools that I applied to at least I don't think um so if that's something that you would benefit from just like work on and like don't do it to be fake either don't be like I have to build a like relationship with this professor like find a professor you like and then Go into yeah. it thinking, like, oh, I already get along with this professor. Like, this would be a good 
use of my time to like go to their office hours, get to know them more mm-hmm. and like build a good relationship. Yeah. Um, other things, I mean, like for PT school specifically, how to put in, you know, time to get observation hours. And so just trying to like think about that stuff ahead of time so you don't spread yourself super thin um, later on to be like, oh, I have to get like X many hours of observation or whatever when I apply and I have to like, you know, backload it all because I didn't do it beforehand. So just time management and that kind of thing. I mean, time management will serve you well in all aspects of life, but that is another area it will serve you well. And then last like really practical thing, because again, like, you know, academics is wide for everyone. I don't know of your individual circumstances, but a practical tip for studying if you just really do not want to study is to utilize the Pomodoro method. If you guys watch our vlogs, we maybe even mentioned it here on this podcast, but it is truly like the best method for me to use when I'm like, I know I need to study or like spend time doing schoolwork, but I literally just like don't want to. If you don't know what the Pomodoro method is, it's basically just use that timer for 25 minutes. You have no other distractions. Like you put your phone aside um, and you're only doing schoolwork for 25 minutes. Your timer goes off. You get a five minute break. Go on your phone, do any, like go on your laptop, do whatever you want. And then you set another 25 minute timer and you just keep going through that cycle. And I think it helps because when I don't want to do anything and I'm like, I know I need to study for like the next couple of hours, that itself is daunting. But saying, oh, I just need to study for like the next 25 minutes, that's not quite so daunting. And then you get like the five minute break. And honestly, like the five minutes is like you go on your phone and you're like, nothing new has happened. So sometimes I'm like, should I just start the next round sooner? I usually don't, but makes you think that like, you know, you're not really missing anything, even though you think you are. That's what I always think, too, because I'm like, I don't want to study. Like, I'm having fun on social media, like, scrolling through stuff. But then when you, like, actually do the Pomodoro method, you're, like, you want on Instagram. You're, like, there's no new stories. There's just no new posts. I didn't miss anything in that 25 minutes, and I was productive. So, go me. I think that's all I have for academic stuff. I have just, like, advancing your knowledge in general, but not so much from, like, an academic standpoint. Okay. More so from, like, everyone's out of school at some point and trying to figure out ways to advance your knowledge in some way shape or form I think is a good way to just like continue challenging yourself um something new I started this year because it's kind of one of my new year's resolutions was I got Duolingo and I started taking lessons um I'm learning Italian right now and so I think that's just like anything you can do to kind of like get your brain going whether that's like Wordle is really popular right now um Sudoku puzzles are something I also like to do just like kind of having small little tasks that you could do to like pass the time if you want to and Duolingo has been honestly pretty helpful I spend like five minutes a day on it and I'm learning yeah she was showing me one time and I was like I don't even know what's going on right now but it's cool to see how like the little amount of time you've invested like over every day has just like you know started to add up and you're actually learning stuff yeah um another thing is if you're a podcast person or you've got a commute that you're you know, instead of listening to songs, you could listen to a podcast. It could be one for leisure. It could be something that's about a topic you find interesting and you want to learn more about. I know There's a lot of podcasts people, for anything. And this is something that I should get into more too, but a lot of people have like those small daily, like what's going on in the news kind of sometimes things that they listen to. And I'm I do like, check I should the news, do that. but sometimes like it scares me and I don't like news sometimes. <laughs> like whatever's going on with Russia right now, I skip anything I see about that. So... To each their own. <laughs> um, like, I couldn't even tell you what's going on because anytime I see something about, like, Russia and Ukraine, I'm just like, goodbye. <laughs> um, attend workshops, seminars, you know, if they interest you. I don't even know how, like, an example of stuff. If you're a writer and you've got, like, a writer's workshop that you could go to, you could do that. Um, if there's, like, a speaker in your area that's, like, coming to do a speech or maybe you live by a college town and, like, someone's coming to campus that's interesting, you could go check that out um since we're since the pandemic started there's been a lot of like zoom seminars that people set up too yep and then so since we're going to be pts we will have to do like continuing education so um picking continue continuing education courses that are like motivating to us and like help us kind of like refine our skills um i think it tends to be easy to pick like a lot of employers will provide like online courses that you can use toward continuing education and I think those have their purpose and they're good for what you need. But also I think that that isn't very motivating and you're kind of necess- like just picking, oh, this is fine. So I'll do this one. And it's not necessarily like, oh, I'm super interested in this. 
and yeah. And then from coming from someone who has never taken a business class in their life, really, I know so little about anything related to economics, business, all of that. So I will admit that Sierra and I have both watched some crash course videos on economics just to try and better understand mm-hmm. stuff. So find free resources about things where you're like, I don't know a lot about this and I could learn a little bit more just to better mm-hmm. myself and my knowledge. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Okay. The next category that I have is like the emotional, mental, social aspect side of things. And so I think this is arguably probably like the most important portion of your life to actually like spend time investing in because like when you think about it, like this part of your realm like this is your life like yeah you have school like you have your work and you have like other stuff but like in my opinion like the core of your life is like who you are and like the people you hang around like that's like where you get most of the meaning from your life and so it's important that you invest in it nurture it and take care of it so um I think I want to start with like the mental aspect side of things first And I think of, like, your mental health is kind of, like, your relationship with yourself and how you think about yourself. And, like, yeah, emotion can, like, tie into that, too. But something that I wanted to bring up when it comes to investing yourself is, like, thinking positive thoughts about yourself. Because I I feel very fortunate and, like, I don't tend – I don't think a lot of negative thoughts about myself really like that often at all. And, like, I'm not saying I never get down in the dumps because I do. But I get so sad when I see particularly – Women, like, online, you'll see, like, you see, like, vloggers a lot. When they're vlogging in the morning, they're like, I'm sorry I look like this. And it's just them. Like, they are just apologizing for, like, the way that they look because they're not wearing any makeup or whatever. And I'm like, that is so awful that, like, they're, they feel the need to apologize to, like, people for, like, viewing them as they are. And so I can only imagine that, like, them saying that out loud comes from a lot of, like, internalized like, negative self-doubt or, like, self-talk. And so I don't have, like, good, like, tips and tricks for, like, oh, like, stop talking mean about yourself. Um, But I do think, like, if you recognize that you have that thought pattern of, like, you just, like, you look in a mirror and you, like, you know, kind of nitpick every single thing about you, I don't know, like, do you have advice for, like, how you think people should, like, go about, like, recognizing that? And then, like, how do they change that? I feel like anyone can recognize it like it doesn't take a lot to recognize you either think positive thoughts about yourself or you don't um I think that we've mentioned this on some podcasts before but I think that the first step is just like be indifferent and like instead of letting yourself like I know it's hard because like thoughts happen so fast like they come and go and sometimes you don't even think about what you just thought and it just happens and you're like oh so I think that Instead, if you catch yourself thinking about negative thoughts, like, try to, like, cut the thought off short and reaffirm to yourself that, like, you are not just how you look. You, like, you're more than that. And then... Mm -hmm. Isn't there that quote where it's, like, uh, the way you look is, like, the least interesting thing about you or something along those lines? You ever heard that? I've heard something like it. But I also think just, like, if you find things that you do like yourself, whether it's physically or like any other aspect of yourself maybe you're just like you like the way that you think about this thing or you like the way that you are good at doing x y or z like thinking of those positive thoughts about you because I'm sure you could think of at least a few things that you like about yourself um like reaffirming those things and then like saying okay we'll worry about those other things later the thing like that you don't like or like how can you change those without changing who you are change the thoughts I have this thought that like I don't know if other people will will relate to or if it'll be like that helpful but um let's see how to word this so I think a lot of times like even if you have like negative self-talk or you nitpick on how you look I think a lot of times people still like you are yourself you kind of have to I feel like you have to like yourself a little bit because like the thoughts you think created you to be like the thoughts you think you have certain opinions you like those opinions supposedly because like that's your your thought process (laughs) and you think them And in a way, I'm going to, like, relate this to, like, the dating realm in a way that, because, like, I think that's, like, the most often I think about this. But, like, I kind of just think of myself as, like, a great catch. 
And I'm like, like, who wouldn't want to date me? Who wouldn't want to date me? I am really grounded. I work hard. Like, I don't know. I just kind of like view myself as like. You have to hype yourself up. Exactly. So I think knowing that and like. Sometimes if you look at yourself from like an outside perspective. Or like, you know that people like in your life love you and care for you. And like, they think positive things about you. And so trying to envision like what they see or like knowing like I have a lot to offer in a relationship or friendship or whatever like you start to say like I know I do like nice things for other people I'm a nice person I can have great conversation I have my own interests like I'm an interesting person like you start to really think like I'm quite the catch someone Mm -hmm. would be lucky to date me and I think think that that that's (laughs) you know I think it's an easier way like you're not focused on like your physical attributes you're just like I'm quite the catch otherwise because of yeah. all my other interests and whatever else. So that's maybe something that if you don't already do, can you maybe work on that? I don't know. But mm-hmm. I also think it's important to work on like thinking of yourself in a positive light. And like, if you're listening to Megan and I talking, like I do not like think that about myself. I really hope like you can work on getting yourself there because if you can't think positive things about yourself, like how do you expect other people, whether it is like the potential relationship that we've been talking about or just like friendships and stuff, like you think like, okay, other people should like, you know, like me in some way, shape or form. So you have to like yourself first. Like I'm sure you are a likable person. And so you have to find those things that you like about yourself and that other people seemingly like about you if they're hanging out with you um, to like figure out like, what is it that makes you this good person? And again, we're not even talking about looks at this point obviously like I'm not trying to dismiss that because like that is something that a lot of people deal with and like have negative thoughts about but like I think just grounding yourself in like who you are as a person first makes everything else secondary so um other things related to that include um I already mentioned speaking kindly to yourself um something that I have found really helpful is journaling Sometimes I feel like, you know, it's one thing to, like, you know, lay in bed and just, like, I feel like at the end of the night, everyone does, like, that, like, just sit in bed and think about just whatever comes to their mind. And sometimes it's, like, you feel like, at least I feel like I'm, like, running in circles, like, trying to either, like, rationalize something or, like, run through just, like, you know, all these thoughts that are going a million miles an hour. And if I feel like I need to focus, and I'm, like, okay, I need to, like, actually, like, write stuff down. And so I think I mentioned, like, I have a journal and I'm, like, far from consistent in it. Like, I'll go months without writing anything but if I just feel like I'm like I just think I need to like get some things out like writing them physically out has been a good outlet for me to just be like you know I'm not not like actually like verbalizing my thoughts but in a way like putting them out there and like seeing them and it makes me think through things a little bit clearer to like actually get the words out on the page and so it helps me like actually realize what I'm thinking about something and then like once it's all written I can kind of look back and then hopefully because I write my journals like to myself in the future because that's like I don't know how everyone else like writes journals but like when do you ever have like a journal that you write in no so I don't know like what the typical way to do it but like I write it for my future self to like read back because that's kind of who it's intended for and um hopefully like when I my intention when I write in it is hopefully like I can like come back later and if I read it then I can like recognize what I had thought and see if those thoughts have changed or, like, if I'm writing it again, I, like, you know, give a little update on what has been going on. But, yeah, I think that whether it's an actual journal that you write things in or, like, it's a notes app on your phone or you make a Google Doc or something, just, like, writing things down can help you process things a little bit better. And I think it's good for the soul. Something else, since you just mentioned kind of, like, the whole late night get lost in your thoughts situation... I think sometimes those can be good and maybe a lot of good things have been happening. You're just like grateful and those are like great little night talks with yourself. But sometimes I think like at night people also just like get in their head about stuff or things that are bothering bothering them. Something that I've been holding on to a little bit more recently is like if I start doing that, I like come back to like my word of the year and just like simplify things. And I'm just like, let's focus on growth. And then I talk through the different areas of my life where I'm like trying to grow in and I try to like, I feel like that's like a positive, like I think of like growth and different things in a positive mindset. And so it could touch on areas still where I'm like having issues, but I just try to like flip but it then back you can kind and say of like, like, let's focus on growing this. 
and not keeping it so negative and just focusing. I don't know. It recenters me a little bit. I like that. I think that sometimes I have to do that too when it's like you're thinking about like all these things going on in your life and you like start going down this rabbit hole that's like, oh, I do not like how like this is going or like I don't like what happened here. And you have to like recenter yourself and say like sometimes I get like so far into this rabbit hole that like I like have to come back and be like, that doesn't matter. Like I'm like thinking about something that I like said to someone like and I'm like just spiraling being like, oh my God, why did I say that? Like I don't even have a specific example that I'm thinking of, but just like you think of one small detail and you're like spiraling into that one detail and you feel like come back to the surface to be like, that actually doesn't matter that much. And so I think that can be good too if you find yourself doing that and being like in the grand scheme of things, I mean, obviously in the grand scheme of life, not a lot matters if that really helps you out. <laughs> but um, just trying to like reduce the importance of things that are stressing you out because they're really like not as important as you're probably making them out to be, I think is helpful. I think also just like to throw this out there too is like if you're genuinely struggling, like you should reach out to yeah. an expert that to because I wanted to make sure that to we them. mention that. Whether it's a doctor, like a psychiatrist, or some sort of like mental health counselor, therapist, even just like if you need to reach out to like your family and say, yeah. I'm like really struggling right now, we encourage you to do so. Um, in this category, I also had just like making times for, to do things that you enjoy to fill your cup. I think that's a good way to take care of yourself mentally and emotionally. Um, finding like the small habits that you like to pick up, whether it's like, oh, I like painting or I like reading. I like playing the guitar, like doing, making time for like those small things where it's like, oh, like I don't really need to play the guitar today because like I have a million other things to do. But just being like, you know, I would like to play the guitar and it like recenters me, it refocuses me, calms me down, whatever it is. Like it is a worthwhile venture if it's going to help out with you mentally. I also had stuff written about like finding a creative outlet um, and doing things like that. I also as a sub bullet point, I have this as like a pro and con, but some people have like this side thing that they want to work on and maybe it's like a venture that they want to travel down and like start doing and see what they can make of it. And I think that is always a good, fun option. Um, but I also want to reiterate that, like, as soon as you start monetizing something, even if it's something that you enjoyed initially, you're probably going to end up, like, making it feel more like work than something that's enjoyable. So you have to balance that. Of course, like, I can't say don't do that because Sierra and I podcast and this started as something we did for fun. But, like, eventually we've been able to monetize it a little bit. So I do think that you can find, hopefully, a happy medium. But, like it'll feel a little bit more like work and something you have to get done rather than just like we started YouTube, obviously many, many years ago, just for fun. Cause we thought Whole it was a fun thing to ago. do. You believe that? Um, and it turned into more or less a job for better or worse. So I think that I'm all for side hustles and working on something you like to do and trying to make money on it, but it's going to shift. Mm-hmm. Um, last thing for like this category that I wanted to touch on was like socially. And I just feel like it's all about one, recognizing the people that are most important to you. I think it, especially when you're younger, it can be easy to like flip in or like slip into like, Oh, like these are like the cool kids. Like I should hang out with them. Like, you know, some people like have difficulty, like wanting to like remain in like their true, like friend group that actually like has their back and like family, I think is important. Some people are like, Oh, I don't want to hang out with my family. Like I want to hang out with my friends. Just like recognize the people in your life that are truly important. I think this gets easier the older you get and it gets easier to be like, I don't care about that person who like doesn't care about me. So a couple yeah. of time. But like in high school, you think like everyone matters. Isn't that crazy? And like who cares about high school now? Like, like being you really think five like, years out from graduating, you're just like, I literally don't care about anyone I went to high school with. Yeah. And like no offense to them or anything, but like they just, no their life doesn't to. concern me anymore. But like when you're in high school and that's all you've ever known growing up is just, like, the people that go to your high school and, you're like, you know who the popular kids are? You know who, like, you kind of, like, know the hierarchy. And I even say, like, our high school was not bad in terms of, like, having this huge, like, social hierarchy, like, and, like, you know, here's the bullies and here's that. Like, we honestly, like, I think we're very fortunate with, like, the high school that we went to. But, like, it still exists and, like, those dynamics exist. And, you know, if you're, like, not in the popular cl- crowd, you're, like, oh, like, you know, what, like, what's wrong with me? Like, that kind of thing. But when you get out of school and, like, into college and just, like, into the real world, you're, like, that literally doesn't matter. And so, and again, like some people, I feel like, again, it's like the younger you are, you're like, feeling it's like, oh, look, we have family game night. And you're like, I don't want to do family game night. Like, I want to go hang out with my friends. And then I think you get older and you're like, I should like spend more time with my family because they like actually care about me and like they're more important to me 
than like my high school friends that I was like really close with for a month or something. And so again, just like recognizing those things, obviously I'm not trying to like invalidate like a good friend group. I think a great solid friend group is very important. Um, but like, it's also just hard to like reach out to like a friend and be like, I haven't talked to this friend in months. Yeah. I'm bad at thinking about like, I don't have friends because, and like, I need to like make new friends. Maybe if you have like a friendship already that you like, don't put a lot of time and effort into like, Reinvest you could just that. like rekindle those friendships and you don't have mm-hmm. to find new friends if you still feel like you're a good fit mm-hmm. and like this kind of falls into the category of like you know those friends where it's like we don't talk that often but like we always like know that we're friends I feel like you know I have like a fine line of like knowing that like that's a friendship but it's also like but I could also like deepen that connection if I wanted to with some friends that I have because we don't live that far you know so that's something to think about if you're like, oh, like I have this friend, and like, oh, like I know we'll be besties forever, but like we don't talk that much. Well, why don't you talk that much? Maybe it's something that you could work on. I have one last thing to add to that. If you are someone that you're kind of like, no, I do want to branch out and meet new people. Um, I haven't done these things myself, but just to give you some options, there's always Bumble BFF. If you want to try that out and just see if you can meet any new friendships that way. And then also, like, exploring Facebook groups that are, like, local to your area. It could be, like, interests you have in common. Sometimes there's literally just, like, I know there's, like, a Des Moines just, like, girls who want to try and, like, foster friendships. Like, you might find stuff specifically where people are, like, trying to meet new people and make new friends. Otherwise, just finding, like, an interest group and then seeing, like... If there's people that post in the group like somewhat regularly that you notice and you're like, oh, I think we'd get along. Like you interact with them or something. You could always like media. reach out on there. And yeah. So I just thought I'd throw those in there. Um, at the beginning of the episode, I mentioned a couple categories that like I don't think I'm probably going to get into because I don't feel like they're really necessary. So um, I think the last section we're going to talk about is like getting organized and trying to just like declutter some things. Um because I feel like the space that you're surrounding yourself with, like, impacts your motivation, your mentality. happiness. Your what? Mentality. Mentality. Um, if you have a very cluttered and messy space, like, you're probably going to feel overwhelmed, or at least, like, I do. And so making sure that you're cleaning things up, going through and decluttering and, like, maybe cleaning out your closet regularly. I've been doing this just a lot more frequently than I ever used to because it helped me feel like I've gone through things. I've cleaned things out. It's very, like, therapeutic for me. And you're, like, in charge of your space. Yeah. And I feel like every time I do a clean out, I'm getting more and more purposeful, like, with what I'm keeping and less, like, I'm trying to hold on to things that I don't need to. And then um, I also put that I feel like the more permanently you see yourself in a space, that's when you should really try to, to focus more on how you're decorating it or things you could do to make it more you. If you're in a dorm or you're in like a short-term rental, I think it's less important because, you know, doing that takes time and effort and money sometimes. So um, Sierra and I are happy with our part. We've been here for four years, so I wouldn't say it's a short amount of time. We've made it our own and we feel comfortable in this space. But I think that once we move in May, we see ourselves taking our decorating process a little bit more seriously and trying to really figure out what we want from our space like before we just like buy things and start decorating whereas mm-hmm. when we moved into our apartment it was just kind of like okay we have a free couch let's use this couch our artwork on the walls is simplistic mostly just printed posters I think we'd like to invest do more like investments with like framing and decor pieces and things like that so yeah um to add to that I feel like I go in phases with making my bed making my bed I've been in a good phase for like the past couple of weeks um honestly part of it has to do with like how uh like calm of a sleeper I am because if I like don't move a lot then I'm like I should have to flip my sheet over and like adjust my pillows and my bed's made but then sometimes I don't know what I do in the middle of the night I'm like I wake up my comforter is just like all over the place and it's just more work to make bed my bed but needless to say making my bed does give me like a sense of accomplishment in the morning and I'm like okay sweet like bed is made that's good I think I've been doing a better job of keeping my room clean by just like not letting things pile up and so there's like that TikTok that I saw forever ago. That I think a lot of people have probably seen at this point where it's like, don't put it down, put it away. And so sometimes I try and remind myself to do that, especially in my closet. That can be easy since I do have like kind of like that walk-in area. If I like change in my closet, it's easier to be like, oh, out of sight, out of mind. Like my clothes are like just like on the floor of my closet and not on the floor of my bedroom. And so it can get easy to like let things kind of pile up in there. 
But if I remind myself, like, okay, Sierra, you're changing out of one outfit, either put it away or, like, put it in the laundry basket before you put your next outfit on. So I'm trying to be mindful of that. But I think that at least, like, the smaller of a mess you can make, the easier and more manageable it is to clean it up. So if you don't let it just pile everywhere, then you're reducing how daunting of a task it's going to be when you decide to clean it up. So is that the note we end on? That's all I got. (laughs) Some last-minute just organization tips. Yeah. Hopefully you guys um, enjoy this episode. I hope you guys got out of it what you uh, thought you would get out of it when you started listening. Um, if you have any tips or advice for other listeners that you feel like we didn't touch on or you're like from your own experience, you think that you have some worthwhile advice to share, we have a, po- or we have a podcast Instagram. It's called at according to. It's all spelled out. And there will most likely be some post at some point about this episode that you can comment on and share your own thoughts with other listeners. Otherwise, thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.